The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is your home for free daily video picks from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. Make sure to subscribe to our profile at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. And finally, we're also brought to you by Riffa. Riffa is your home for mini podcasts from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Subscribe to our Riffa channel today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Riffa. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Riffa. R-I-F-F-R. That's Riffa, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Riffa. listening to the Europa League show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. Also check out my website, lockbetting.com, where had you signed up, you would be strolling towards our 95th month of transparent track profit. There is still time. We are only halfway through the month, but we've had a blistering start to the month of April. We looking like it's looking like we are definitely going to land our 95th month of transparent track profit. And you can still be a part of it. We are still giving out NBA every single night, coming off an eight one and one night in the NBA, making profit nearly every single day in the tennis. Just had a three and zero sweep in the Champions League with the soccer, which included a one unit future on Real Madrid to qualify which was given out here as we head towards the key part of the season where trophies will be decided in the football season. So sign up now over at lockbetting.com. The pinned tweet at the SGP Soccer Twitter account is always the previous month's PL, and all of the other tracked PLs are available at lockbetting.com. Looking at the Europa League second leg quarterfinals today, much like the Champions League. Some of these ties look to be done and dusted. However, there is still some life in a couple of them. We begin with Manchester United versus Granada. And I don't think there's any life left in this tie with Manchester United, the favourites to win the competition, taking a 2-0 lead home after winning 2-0 in Granada. That late penalty by Bruno Fernandes, I think, was the killer goal that killed this result anyway, completely. Um, I think, obviously, had it been 1-0 Manchester United, you would still think that United would be very, very 
strong favourites. But professional footballers, you know, would still fancy their chances to go to United and win. Now having to go there and win by two goals, even the most professional of professionals will not be feeling like it's a realistic possibility. Hence why Granada are 20 to 1 to qualify here in a two-horse race with Manchester United available at 1 to 100. Looking at the individual game, Manchester United are available at 1 to 2. It's 16 to 5 to draw and it's 13 to 5 here on Granada. I find it difficult to see Manchester United not winning this game, not winning both legs of this tie. They are going to be missing some key players. Even Harry Maguire misses this one, and he doesn't miss any games. We know Rashford's going to be out as well. Uh, Luke Shaw and Scott McTominay are going to be missing this game as well. So that does make it less likely that Manchester United are going to, to, to win this game. Therefore, that's why you're getting uh, one to two as opposed to four to 11, one to three minus 300, for example. But I still think we'll be able to get this done. But I think you're getting a better price here on the under, which is available at even money here in this game. I don't think Granada are going to contribute here on the score sheet as they didn't in the first game where they tried their very best to be very physical with Manchester United the physical approach but didn't really create too much in front of goal they're also coming into this off a pretty poor run before the weekend where they came back to win 2-1 against Real Valladolid a relegation threatened team in La Liga they had lost four on uh, four in a row in all competitions, including that defeat against Manchester United. So they had very, very little impact attacking-wise. Um, they aren't in a really great run of form, so it makes it really difficult for them to score against the Manchester United team, who have massively, massively improved defensively in the second half of the season. So even without Harry Maguire there, I don't see Granada contributing anything to, to the scoreline. And even if they did, there is no guarantee that Man United are going to score two goals with all of the players missing. So Man United just scoring once would give you a lifeline. I have this pegged as Manchester United just doing a professional job, playing out a nil-nil, possibly scoring to get the one-nil win. I don't really have Manchester United winning this two or three-nil and just absolutely obliterating this team. And um, whereas on the other side of it, I'm very confident that Granada won't score here in this game. So I think there's lots of stuff there to take the under as opposed to taking a minus 200 player on Manchester United on the money line. So I'm going to take under two and a half goals here, even money here in this one. Up next, we look at a tie between Roma and Ajax. And I still think this one is alive. Obviously, with Ajax losing 2-1 at home, you would say Roma have a massive advantage here in this one. But Ajax are more than capable of winning a high-scoring game here away to Roma. So I do think this one is wide open, and I do think this one will be similar to the last game, and it will produce goals. Even though the goals came late in that last game, I think Ajax have to push the pace here, and there's going to be tons and tons of space behind back lines between um, highly high-pressing defences, trying to join in with attacks, leaving spaces in behind. And uh, even if there isn't, even if that isn't how the game plays out defensively, uh, Roma have conceded 
conceded goals frequently against better teams throughout the season. And I would, as I said previously on the other show, I do have Ajax pegged as a team that would be in the top half of Serie A. I have absolutely no doubt about that at all. Coming into this game, over two and a half goals have been scored in five of Ajax's last six Europa League matches with both teams scoring in four of Ajax's last six games in this particular competition. Roma have only lost three of their 22 home fixtures in all competitions this season. So it is going to be difficult for Ajax to um, to overturn this lead. But um, in, in saying that, Ajax are a team who are capable of scoring three, four goals in, in any given game if they can create the chances. We know what their pedigree is in Europe as well over the past few seasons. This is a team that got through two-way Champions League semi-final a couple of years ago and they should have got to the final. It was a capitulation against Tottenham, which meant that Tottenham got through with a 95th-minute goal. Ajax were 3-0 up in a tie. Ajax were 3-0 up in a tie with about 30 minutes left to play and Tottenham ended up winning the game 3-2 and going away, going through on away goals and then playing out a really drab Champions League final against Liverpool, which would have been a lot better had Ajax have got their last season, seeing as they'd already conquered um, Real Madrid previously en route to that. So that was a very, very disappointing um, development for, for Ajax, but they were unquestionably the team of the season in the Champions League that year and they are capable of turning this around despite the fact statistical data doesn't doesn't indicate that and I'm not necessarily picking that um, this I think is still wide open I'm giving you my reasonings reasoning for why this isn't done and dusted like some of the ties here like Manchester United and Granada but for me I will just go go for the goals here I will take both teams to score I will tack on over 2.5 I'll take the price here of 10 to 11 and that'll be my play here for this one up next, very, very interesting one. This is the most wide open game. I say this is the most wide open tie across both the Champions League and the Europa League second legs. It's Arsenal's trip to Slavia Prague, where Arsenal have been backed into significant favourites. They opened up as the even money favourites on the money line to pick up this win away to Slavia Prague. The money has gone down on Arsenal and they are now available at three to four. Silly price, and I'll talk about why in a minute. It's five to two on the draw. It's four to one on Slavia Prague. Now, the whole of Europe wants Arsenal to win this game. Slavia are involved in a terrible racism scandal of a player banned for 10 games, rightfully so. And uh, nobody wants them here to, to, to win this game. So obviously, with all of that going into it, it's fun to play Arsenal and uh, Slavia Prague have a player suspended. Arsenal themselves have players missing as well. Aubameyang may not make this game. And um, I know he's had a relatively poor season, um, but but that does make a difference here when, when a player like Aubameyang doesn't make the game for you. In addition to Aubameyang, I think Odegaard is also going to miss this game. That's what recent reports indicate as I'm doing the show. Obviously, things can change last minute and players can pass fitness tests and managers can feel like things are worth the risk. But these are two players who are currently not fit enough to play. And if they do play, they won't be fully fit once they're on the pitch. So contributions won't be at the maximum. So I think that's very, very important to consider. Statistical data really doesn't point to Arsenal winning this game either. Uh, Slavia Prague coming to this unbeaten in 23 games in all competitions. Slavia Prague haven't lost a competitive game in their home stadium 
since November 2019. And that was a Champions League game at home to Inter Milan. So no disgrace there either. And with all due respect, Arsenal are not on the level of Inter Milan, even back in 2019. Arsenal have only won one of the last four matches, and that came against Sheffield United. My son's 10-year-old team could give them a game. And Slavia Prague obviously coming to this with an away goal, having had held Arsenal one all at the Emirates Stadium in the first leg. Also, looking at what Slavia Prague have done in this competition so far, they've knocked out Rangers and they have knocked out Leicester City. Leicester City are in a stronger Premier League position than Arsenal this season. They have romped home in their domestic league. 26 games played, 21 games won, five draws, giving them 68 points from 26 games with 72 goals scored and 15 goals conceded in those 26 games. This is a difficult team to break down. Ask Rangers, ask Leicester. Ask Leicester how difficult it is to break this team down. This isn't going to be an easy game for Arsenal. Yes, they could win because obviously the teams that Slavia Prague play in the Czech League aren't as good as Arsenal and aren't as good as the players that Arsenal have. Last time Slavia Prague lost at home, it was in Europe against a highly rated European team and Arsenal should be that but they haven't been that for a long time. Arsenal should be in the Europa League final. They are still favourites to be there. Hell, they are 2-7 to, to seven at some places to win this tie. 2-5 to five best price to qualify. It's ridiculous. It makes no sense. The data completely says otherwise. What Slavia Prague have done in this tournament says otherwise. Would I be surprised that Arsenal win this game? No. But would I look foolish if Arsenal win this game? No. Because they're not backable here for me at 3-4. to four. Looking at their form, and the data here. So I'm going to take Slavia Prague on the double chance market. I'm getting plus money here. You can get as high as six to five, plus 120, readily available at plus 110, 11 to 10. And that will be the play. This doesn't even mean that Arsenal go out. Arsenal can force extra time with a one-all draw. Arsenal can go through with a 2-2 draw. So this doesn't necessarily mean that I'm picking Slavia Prague here to qualify from this tie. I just think that I like the price of Slavia Prague to at least be able to, at least be able to avoid a defeat on their own patch over 90 minutes considering that they've been able to do that for 18 months coming into this game for 18 months no one has put a loss on his team in their own patch and you want me to take Arsenal in this form to go there and get a win with a price that's been backed in from even money which was a fair price all the way at the moment to three to four Arsenal are not three to four favourites to win away to Slavia Prague Arsenal are not three to four favourites to end a home record where a team haven't lost for 18 months on their ground no they're not this is illogical would I be proven wrong possibly one, there's a 100% possibility that I could be wrong because trends and records are made to be broken and they always are. But um, I, I'm going to use my my common sense here and ride the data. And um, as I said, this, this team have done very, very well as an underdog uh, in every single tie and they're still here. And uh, there's there's something to be said about okay your league might be tosh it might it might be terrible it might be easy walk in the park for you to win your league, but this is a psychological game where momentum means everything and confidence means everything. You don't think these players are brimming with confidence. You don't think they feel untouchable. They're going to be difficult to beat throughout this competition. Hell, they're going to be difficult to beat if Manchester United play them in the final. If Man United get there, so. 
you can't you can't undermine confidence from from where it comes from. We've seen many instances in the past where lower league teams who are doing well domestically end up having runs in cups. That doesn't happen by accident. That that there is there is marginal differences in terms of like everybody everybody has a has a player that can take a free kick. Every player has a player that can create assists. Every player has a player who's who's scoring a load of goals. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you forget how to put these chances away if they're created for you just because they come against the better team like Arsenal and Manchester United. It's about confidence. There's marginal differences in terms of ability. It's just a case of how many players can find a consistency on a week-to-week basis. And confidence is a key part of that. And this team come in with massive confidence against an Arsenal team that aren't even going to qualify for Europe. No, I didn't say Champions League. I said Europe. This team aren't even going to qualify for Europe through their league position. So obviously I've analysed this a lot and obviously this is going to be interpreted as me saying Arsenal are going out. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying this is this is the wrong line and uh, we're going to play the, the right line, which is Slavia Prague on the double chance market. Up next, we're looking at Villarreal at home to Dynamo Zagreb, where Villarreal are available at one to two. It's three to one on the draw, and it's fifteen to two here on Dynamo Zagreb. Um, th- this one for me is, is definitely going to be a, a low-scoring affair. I don't see much happening in this game. I see Villarreal scrapping uh, another victory, much like they did in the first leg. That was a one-nil win via a penalty. I see something very, very similar here. I think Dynamo Zagreb will keep it tight and try and nick a goal here in this game, trying to force extra time. But I think the more likelihood is is that Villarreal, with the possession, the concession of possession that Dynamo Zagreb have, they will end up getting the breakthrough and getting the winning goal in this game. Either way, we're not going to get to three goals, so I'm going to play an under here in this one. Other 2.5 goals have been scored in six of Villarreal's last nine Europa League fixtures. Villarreal have kept six clean sheets in their last nine Europa League matches, with under two and a half goals being scored in three of Dynamo Zagreb's last four Europa League games. And that does include the Spurs game where they won 3-0 because the third was scored in extra time. And uh, Villarreal have won six of their last seven games in all competitions. And I expect them to win tonight, even though they don't have to. I wouldn't be surprised to see a, a goalless draw here in this one. But definitely, I don't think we get to three goals. Under two and a half goals here is available at 10 to 11 in this one. And that one is going to be the play here for me. So under two and a half goals between uh, Villarreal and um, Dynamo Zagreb as as Villarreal do go through to the next one. I'm just checking that was 10 to 11. Um, Yeah, it was 10 to 11. Actually, what I've got down here on my coupon, I forgot that I actually, um, I, I actually wanted to lean this as well. Uh, Villarreal to nil. Villarreal to nil is also a little lean that I have here, which is available at six to five. That's what's confused me because I have uh, six to five written down here, but it's a different play. Um, yeah, so the under two and a half goals, 10 to 11. Villarreal, um, a little bit on Villarreal to nil, which is available at six to five. All right, so closing out with a lock here on this show. This is difficult. There's nothing that I like. There's not to the, to the extent where I would whack. I would whack down a full unit or any or on anything. So I'm going to give you a play <clears throat> that my members already have. It's a futures play. Um, they've got Manchester United to win the competition at seven to four. Now, given Arsenal's status and the fact that Man United look like they've got one foot in a final, we've lost that price. We're getting this now at six to five. I want you to take that six to five plus one twenty. I think it's too big for Man United here. They're already through to the next round. I think they're a better team than Roma and Ajax. 
and there really shouldn't be anything coming from the other side that could beat us or even compete with us unless of course Arsenal have a, a miraculous turnaround not just in terms of this tie they don't need a big turnaround in this tie but it's turnaround in terms of how they're playing throughout the season they've been relatively inconsistent and I wouldn't really be too scared to see Arsenal waiting for us there in an all English final so Man United plus 120 to win this competition um, my strongest leans in terms of plays that I take for half unit I would take Slavia Prague to avoid a defeat and I would also take uh, the under in the Villarreal game so if I was to lock up things individually uh, I would take those two games, but they would be half unit plays. Uh, there's nothing here that, that warrants a unit, especially when when ties are, are predominantly decided, with the exception of the Arsenal one, and that's a difficult one. Arsenal are a better team than Slavia Prague, but Slavia Prague have massive confidence coming in. They haven't lost at home for 18 months, and they've already got to this stage in the competition. By causing upset after upset. So it's difficult, as I said, to back Arsenal in this spot. So that's it for me in this edition of the Europa League show. I'll be back at the weekend with the Bundesliga show, the EPL show and a fight show as well. But until then, good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening.